Everyone, welcome to the Simone Intuitive Podcast, where we will dive deep into spiritual wellness, intuitive development, with the goal of reaching holistic well-being. My name is Simone, and I have worked as a professional psychic medium and spiritual life coach for over 13 years. You can find me on my website at simoneintuitive.com. I'm on Instagram, Simone Intuitive, Twitter, and Facebook, and also I perform readings on Etsy, and my shop name is Simone Intuitive. I am so excited for this. When I do readings, I am connecting with clients on a different level. So normally we are working through what a client is facing, what they're feeling, giving clarity, and things like that. So I wanted to start something different and do something different and connect on a different level. And one of the things that clients ask me about, how do I develop my intuition? How do I grow with spiritual development? So that's why I wanted to develop a podcast and explore these topics. And the goal of this podcast is educational primarily, but also serves as a different way for us to connect. So I'm super excited to be here. It's my first time ever doing a podcast, and I used to not like podcasts. They were not my thing, but I started listening to Reiki podcasts and meditation podcasts, and I found myself really enjoying it and getting a lot of value from the information, and it was just a different way for me to connect with my spirituality. So here I am. So today is the day after Valentine's Day, and... For those of you who don't know, I live in Seattle, Washington. I'm from Louisiana originally, and it snowed here this weekend. It normally doesn't snow in Washington, so it's been very cold. Um, The snow is now melting, but I'm sitting here looking out my window, enjoying what's left of the snow, and drinking a hot cup of coffee, and just so excited to be here and spend this time with you. So today I wanted to talk about a book called The Intuitive Spark by Sonia Choquette. I have clients ask me about resources. How do I develop my intuition? And this book is so near and dear to my heart when it comes to intuitive development. And it is easily the number one book I recommend to any client on any spiritual path, spiritual journey, intuitive growth. So I wanted to talk about the book and the key points within the book. So Sonia Choquette, she, I believe, works with Hay House Publishing, and she's an amazing author who has written several books on connecting with your guides, connecting with your intuition. And one of the things that I value so much about her is that she has an educational background in religion, philosophy, psychology. So she really comes from a very academic grounding. And she's also very relatable. When you read her work, it's like she's speaking directly to you. And I feel like anytime I've read her books, I've felt so connected to her, to her narratives, to her family. And it's been so helpful kind of having someone that connects with you through the way they write. So that's why I selected this book, and I'm very excited to share it with you all. So the book itself is subdivided into three parts, expanding your awareness, accepting the gift, 
and asking for support. Each section has a chapter that shares information and each chapter summary has some questions to dive deeper into your background and awareness. And that is another reason why I love all of her books. I find a lot of books on intuitive growth and development can say things like, oh, just meditate and it'll come to you. And there's not a lot of tangible work within the book. That's why I value her books because they have more of a workbook function at the end of each chapter where it asks you to dive deep into your background as an intuitive being and reflect on that and think about it and sit with it and then kind of feel out where you could go next with your intuition. So I'm just going to go through each section and kind of highlight the most valuable parts of each section of the book. So from the first part of the book, expanding your awareness. She highlights something that I also love to highlight. We are all psychic. We are all intuitive. We're all spiritual beings. We all have that gift. That is something I want to highlight, affirm, validate for every single person is that you are psychic, you are intuitive, and you do have these gifts. We all do. Developing our innate wisdom is our birthright as intuitive beings. And you developing your intuition benefits all people. It benefits yourself, your higher self, and supports your ongoing growth as a person. She really highlights that. And that is something that I am grateful for because I feel a lot of intuitive books kind of go in the direction of, you're intuitive. Here's how you can do readings. Here's, you know, let's talk about tarot cards. And they kind of miss how to grow that foundation and how to be comfortable with the idea of being an intuitive being. So I love that part of the book, that validation, that affirmation that you are an intuitive being. One key part about expanding your awareness that I think anyone would find very valuable is what does intuition mean for your family background? How did your mother feel and work with intuition? Your father, your siblings, how did your home environment support or not support intuitive growth? I think reflecting on your origin story, for lack of a better word, is very powerful. A lot of clients have shared with me that they had a parent that was intuitive, but intuition was kind of viewed as a bad or a scary thing. And to share some of my own family history, my grandmother came from a very intuitive family. They were Native American, Turtle Mountain Chippewa, and they were plagued with things that um, that particular tribe was plagued with, I would say in the 1920s and 1930s, poverty, lack of education, things like that. And so intuition kind of became a negative thing for my grandmother. She was a very powerful intuitive, but it was always expressed in a negative way, in a sense. And so my mother was raised with that. And so she's working on shifting her family origin story and her views of intuition in a more positive light. So I think that self-exploration about your family and your family background 
is so powerful and kind of seeing where things were, where things are, and where things can go in terms of intuitive growth. One tangible takeaway that I had from that part of the book, the expanding your awareness, is something that Sonia Chiquette is a huge advocate for, and it's called the 10-second meditation. I am a huge advocate for meditation. I am a certified meditation coach, and I could talk about meditation all day long. But I also understand that it can be a difficult process to get into. The first time I meditated, I had a panic attack because it just was, it was too much to sit and be that aware within yourself. So I've grown over the years with meditation practices. But I love Sonia's tangible takeaway of this 10 second meditation. So, how you do the 10 second meditation? If there's a moment where you are feeling overwhelmed, tired, stressed, anxious, out of control, you touch your forefinger with your thumb and you hold that and you say to yourself, I am calm. And you do that for 10 seconds. And that's it. That's it. If that's the only meditation practice you ever do, that's a good meditation practice. I use that 10-second meditation for myself. And it just feels so good to kind of ground yourself for 10 seconds and get yourself back into a good headspace and feel a little bit more grounded. So that is one thing. I think if there's anything from this book that I want people to take away, it would be that 10-second meditation. The next part that Sonia really highlights and is another thing that I am a huge, huge, huge advocate for, and I could also talk about this all day long, um, maintaining a spiritually grounded home. That is a huge topic. I am happy to do several podcasts on that. Um, She advises that maintaining a clutter-free environment and keeping live plants in your home and keeping crystals can help spiritually ground your home. I have so much to say about that that I probably will save it for another podcast, but I completely agree with that, that if you have a clutter-free environment and an environment that is spiritually grounded, you kind of feel yourself in that vibe, like it kind of puts you in that mood to be spiritually grounded. The second part of the book, Accepting the Gift. When I first read this book, I, I thought the sequence was interesting. I had assumed accepting the gift would be first and expanding your awareness would be second. The more I think about it, I really like the way she has it. I really like expanding your awareness first and building that foundation and getting to that point where you are validating yourself and your affirmations and it's just becoming very, very real to you that you are an intuitive being and then you accept the gift. So I like the way she has it. At first, I thought it should be flipped, but I really like the way it is. With accepting the gift, it takes more of a I would say a bit of a tangible place where it's about establishing habits, giving yourself mental breathers like the 10 second meditation, taking notes, simplifying your schedule, 
adding movement into your day, all these things that help keep you in what I like to call the spiritual vibe, the mood, right? Creating the right vibe for you to thrive in. So with establishing habits, she asks that the person exploring their spiritual path have some sort of regular practice. It doesn't have to be meditation. You know, it could be watering your plants could be a meditative practice for you as long as it's something that you routinely do and it's something that fulfills you spiritually and it gives you kind of a zen moment. Same thing with mental breathers. I think I think we're all in the habit, <laughs> I know I am, of when you're working thinking if I, you know, I'll take a break as soon as I get through these, you know, 50 emails or whatever the amount is. And that's not fair to our mental well-being, our spiritual well-being, emotional well-being. So it's about taking mental breathers. My tip for that is that I take a break every 25 to 30 minutes. So I set a timer and I just take a mental breather and I breathe. I do the 10-second meditation. That is so helpful for me developing a spiritual habit, practice, all a part of accepting the gift. Taking notes. This one is, I think, important. And it can express itself in many different ways. I would say most people probably take notes with a dream journal. They write down the symbolism and the things they see in their dreams and kind of explore what that imagery could mean to them. Or if you meditate, you can keep a meditation journal or a tarot journal, whatever journal you would like. I used to not (laughs) do that practice at all. And now I'm maintaining more journaling. And I like to journal on new moons, full moons, things like that. And it's very interesting seeing the growth. And now it becomes a little bit more tangible how you're growing. So it used to be something in earlier years that I just thought, "Mm, that's not for me. And now it's something I've become quite dedicated to. And Sonia Chiquette also says it's great for your spiritual development and simplifying your schedule. That is another one I honestly would like to spend an entire podcast talking about that. That is another topic I love talking about. And movement. This is one I struggle with because I do sit at a desk for most of the day. But adding, I think what's been working for me is adding a 10 to 12 minute yoga practice at the end of the day. I think if you do one thing, just do a little yoga at the end of the day. Any movement is helpful for you and your energy. In fact, um, Many, many years ago, I got a reading from a friend who is a psychic, and she shared like, wow, your aura is really, really bouncing, and it's really glowy, and it's really, you know, sparkly. Like, what are you doing? And I thought, you know, I'm not really doing anything except, you know, I've been going on the treadmill more, and I've been more dedicated about working out. And she's like, that's it. That's what's making your aura just kind of feel better and move and feel more dynamic keep doing that so that is a great practice to have movement in your life because not only does it help your physical body helps your spiritual body too so the third part of the book asking for support i think this can be a tough one 
I think it's becoming less tough. I think our overall society is becoming more open to different spiritual paths, different expressions of religion and spirituality. So I think it's becoming a little bit easier, but I know it's hard for people to ask for support with intuitive growth because we all, we're all on a journey, right? And so it can be hard to ask someone for support because you're not sure where they're at in their journey or if they want to, if they have the bandwidth for it. Sonia's advice for that is that you meet your guides and that is absolutely another could be another whole podcast topic is meeting your guides and she advises doing that through deeper meditation other ways that she suggests asking for support is creating an atmosphere of discovery and an atmosphere of wonder and how that can manifest is, as she suggests it, playing a game with yourself and asking, I wonder who's going to call today and kind of pausing and let your intuition run and kind of see what comes up for you and see if it happens. So it's creating that question of, I wonder what will happen today and just letting your intuition guide you that way. So that's kind of in partnership with asking your guides for support, asking your intuition for support. She also shares that asking for support can come from your family, can come from your children. It can be given to your children, affirming their spiritual identities as well. So it can be a tangible way. But I wanted to focus a little bit more on that creating an atmosphere of discovery and wonder and kind of playing that game with yourself of I wonder who's going to call. I wonder what's going to happen today. I wonder what's going to happen at work today and letting your intuition just run with that and also meeting your guides. I think that is an incredibly powerful tool that all intuitive beings should engage in as a meditative practice. One thing I like about this book um, I like certain aspects of it. Some of it doesn't fit for me in the way that I don't have children. So there's a lot of exercises in the book. If you're a parent, that would be so enriching for building your family and building a positive, spiritual, spiritually grounded environment in your home. That I also want to highlight and offer for everyone is that that book is packed with great, great resources on how to build a very spiritually strong family and have a family that is devoted to their intuition and uses their intuition. So that is another amazing, amazing workbook and questions that the book has to offer is how to build a spiritually strong family with intuition. All right. I think that is it. That is all I have. I am totally open to any feedback you may have for me. This is my first podcast. I'm so excited for this, but um, I am not sure about frequency of uploads, show notes. I'm totally happy to do all that, but I just wanted to get this started and kind of express a book that is so near and dear to my heart and an author that I absolutely admire and love and I know she just 
has such a high vibration, just such a high powerful vibration that impacts others on their spiritual journey. So with that being said, I am so grateful that you joined me for this podcast and we will connect next time. And again, you can find me on my website, simoneintuitive.com. I'm on Instagram, Simone Intuitive, Twitter, Simone Intuitive, as well as Facebook. You can just type in Simone Intuitive and I will pop up. Thank you so much and take care.